0: Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode 16. Now, today we are going to be talking about uh, Liverpool versus Manchester United. Just as we were talking about in the um, last episode of Chitter Chatter, that was the preview, this is the review, uh, the review of the match. my match was played on a uh, Sunday. Um, I thought I would be making this episode as a as a very angry person, uh, very upset, very emotional. Um, as a Man United fan, because I thought United, not that United didn't have a chance, but I think Liverpool, by the way Jurgen Klopp was building it up and all that, I think. I expected Liverpool to perform much better, but realistically, yeah, they they, they were they were awful. To be honest, the the re- Liverpool. I'm not being biased, but I'm sorry. They just weren't they weren't good at all. And some Liverpool fans might say, "Yeah, well, we scored against you," but like, I'm sorry, it's United at the moment. The form. Disgraceful at the moment. Hopefully, that we hopefully we can build on this draw though. This draw, and that's something you don't hear often in football. Yes, let's hope we can build on this draw. But anyway, sorry, I'm getting a bit sidetracked. I thought I was going to be making this episode talking as an angry United fan, but I am very happy. I'm very happy with the one-one result that we got. The one-one draw. Yeah, some Liverpool fans might say, "Well, yeah, yeah." You may say that we played awful, but you know we scored against you. ...talk about 85 minutes to score against us... Um, ...but realistically... ...if I was a Liverpool fan... ...I would not be happy with that whatsoever... ...I don't think a lot of Liverpool fans were happy with that result... ...whatsoever either... Uh, uh, ...I mean... ...especially by the way... ...Right, so Liverpool played... disastrously. ...you know, they they, they were a disaster Liverpool... ...they played much... ...especially in the first half... ...they played much, much better Liverpool in the second half, because they had what was it, 60% possession, I think it was, so they, basically they had a lot of possess- possession, and a lot of shots, but in my opinion, against Manchester United, by the form that we're in right now, that's even, that just adds to the embarrassment, that you could not get another goal, with 60% possession, and... Lots of sh- do you know what I mean, it's ridiculous uh, from a Liverpool's point of view and I think a lot of Liverpool fans will agree with me that they did not play to their best I, re- I think a lot of Liverpool fans will agree with me um, this doesn't happen often, often that Liverpool and United fans agree with each other but yeah, Liverpool did not show why they were at the top of the table um, but you know that's how it is, 1-1 draw, Adam Lallana, don't know where he came out of, Uh, he he scored a goal, uh, 85th minute, but you know, when that goal went in, I was like, oh why, you know, I I was just thinking to myself, at least they haven't scored two, (laughs) do you know what I mean, at least they haven't scored two, but let's just talk about the VAR drama, Lots of VAR drama. Do I agree with VAR? Yes, I agree strongly with Video Assistant Referee, which is what VAR stands for. I do not agree, however, the way it's being used. For one, it takes way too much time to decide whether it's a foul or not. And I'm sorry, what is the point of having pitch side monitors for, you know, the referee to look at? And not, look. uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that any Premier League match where VAR has been used so far, I do not think a referee has actually walked over to them pitch side screens and looked at it in any Premier League match so far. I can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think they have. And in my opinion, that is ridiculous. So, yeah, I do agree with VAR. Don't agree the way it's being used, if you will. I think it could be a good asset to the game. I really, really think it could. But it's just it's just been used wrong basically. Now First goal The Rashford goal. Can I just say Fantastic from uh, from Daniel James? I just want to say that, and obviously, and Rashford as well, but fantastic play for it, I mean, I don't think Daniel James, like, popped up as much as we hoped he would have, you know, because Daniel James uh, is one of our key players, actually, at the moment, you know, just because of his speed and his goalscoring ability, and, you know, now his assisting ability as well, that assist was fantastic. That was great it was great assist great goal well worked that's what i want to say well worked from manchester united and did manchester united deserve that lead absolutely now the var controversy uh in this goal the first part the, um, the first part of var con- uh, controversy that we'll be talking about um for the rashford goal is back in play in the build-up to this goal when United regained possession. I cannot remember who it was. Um but basically a basically United player. Was it Victor Lindelof? I think alright, oh okay. Basically, a United player tried to get the ball. Pretty sure it was Victor Lindelof, tried to get the ball uh instead hitting his leg. Now Do I think that was a foul? I'm not entirely sure. Because I think if it was a foul, the referee would have blown for it. Now, would I have blown for it if I was a referee? Yes. Yes, I would. Because in my eyes, Victor Lindelof did not get the ball. He He didn't get the ball. But I think the way the Liverpool play went down, I cannot remember from my life who it was. It's just gone from me. The way the Liverpool play went down is a bit dramatic. So, yeah, maybe I would have blown for it a referee, but maybe in other days I might have not. Because, to be honest, I think, I think it's one of those situations where you have to be there. Like, on the replay, you can see that the United player did touch the Liverpool player's leg, I mean it was obviously he was going for the ball, ball had left, um, you know, But yeah okay, so it he, he wasn't anywhere really near the ball, but you could see on the replay, the United player had his eyes on the ball, and yes, did make contact with the other player's leg, but flipping it, it was a bit dramatic, to be honest, the way he went down, But realistically, I still do think that the um, referee should have gone over, took a look at it. And to be honest, like, was there that much in there for it to be called a foul? I don't think so. You could clearly see he was going for the ball. Yeah, okay, didn't get the ball, but it didn't look too severe to go on the ground like that. Now... The other piece of VAR controversy, or controversy, or however however you want to say it. The disallowed Mane goal. Do I agree with the decision that it should have, that it was disallowed, absolutely, and I'm not saying that as a biased United fan, I mean, I am a biased United fan, but I'm not saying that as a biased United fan, um, Mane, it, right, okay, basically, the ball came to him, Mane, yes, it did hit off his hand, the rules clearly state now that, uh, I hope I get this right, whether the ball touches No, sorry. If the ball touches the hand of the player, whether it's an accident or not, and it leads to a goal, the goal is disallowed. Did it touch Mane's hands? Yes, it did. Absolutely. Uh, You could see clearly from the replay. Did, Did it lead to a goal? Yes, obviously. If you watched the match, you would know all the highlights or whatever. Yes, it did. Should it have been disallowed by the rules? Yes. Yes, it should have. Do I think it was on purpose from Mane? Absolutely not. I don't think it was you be the judge of that, though. Oh, I suppose I should really watch the replay again of the handball, but I don't think Mane did it on purpose. Yeah, OK, you know, I don't think he did. Just my opinion. Should it have been disallowed? Yes, absolutely. Um, and obviously, yeah, if it was a United player, I would be mad. But I would understand where the decision is coming from. And I think that's the way with most Liverpool fans. Like it, They would have been mad. But I would have understood where the decision came from. Because I, before the Premier League season actually started, I actually went through the rules. Because I was like, oh, I better get updated on these new rules. Um. But yeah, ended as a 1-1 draw. Not, I mean, obviously I'm not, Happy with the result. I mean I am happy, but obviously I would prefer a win. obviously. Um but I I am fairly happy with the result, fairly content, if you would like to say. But yeah. I think Liverpool fans not happy with that at all. I, I mean if I was a Liverpool fan, I certainly. But okay by the form, United, I have mentioned this word a lot, form, United is in bad form at the moment, so the form that, you know, United are in, Liverpool should have, I saw tweets, Liverpool should have expected to come away with a win, and Liverpool fans should have expected their team, Liverpool, to come away with a win, I saw tweets before the game, it's like, uh, oh yes, I want uh, want a good win, I want four goals, and you know, stuff like that. Didn't happen. One one, and uh, thing is, I knew as soon as that Rashford goal went in, excuse me, and it was allowed, and well, sorry, not actually. That's that's a lie. By half time, when United were one 0 up, and you saw Jurgen Klopp run into run into the tunnel, it was pretty pretty. You know, it was pretty clear to me that United were the win or draw. Uh, because we have never, United have never lost a game uh, at Old Trafford, uh, excuse me, sorry, uh, United have never lost a game in the Premier League when leading at Old Trafford, and that, oh, that is a phenomenal stat, but you know, glad we could keep it running, I actually mentioned, you know, I didn't really want to say it out loud in case I jinxed it, but I actually did mention to my dad, do you know, he was a massive United fan as well, oh, you know, have you seen this? And it was like, oh, there's a first time for everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's, you know, fair enough. I just hope we don't do it against our greatest rivals. And it's actually, <laughs> it's actually funny that, talk about rival, rivals, that United and City were kind of working together in some way against Liverpool because it was like a, a kind of City United kind of thing because, you know, like Manchester being a City United, um that kind of thing, because if Liverpool had won that game, they would have equaled uh, the longest winning streak in the Premier League, which is held by United and City respectively, and United ended that, which I could not be happy about, and is it Liverpool have gone now six games without a win out of Old Trafford? I think it is. Again that's that's another phenomenal stat, like do you know? It's great, great to see from a United point of view. Um, where do I see this going, this momentum? I see it going into the Europa League in the next Premier League game. Them two matches are going to be very, very, very important for us to see if we have built any momentum off the Liverpool draw. Why can't United just play like that? Why can't United just pretend that we're playing against Liverpool all the time and pull out them sort of performances? That would be that would be, you know, very nice from a United fans' point of view. If I'm completely honest. I just do That's pretty much my review for the game. Uh, but I do want to say one thing, right? I didn't watch the interview, but I saw this on uh, YouTube. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm an avid YouTube watcher. Um, I saw this title from Sky Sports. Roy Keane... Oh, I can't remember what it was, but Roy Keane basically was not happy with, United, uh, with the United and Liverpool player hugging in the tunnel and I was like, what, are you serious, yeah, right, okay, I guess that, uh, yeah, okay, I want a Liverpool player, obviously not as a United fan, I wouldn't a Liverpool player if it was a United player, I, I see where Roy is coming from, but I don't think he knew, I'm pretty, it was Pereira and someone else, I want to say Fabinho, but I, I don't know, I don't know for sure, but, I know it is, um, I know it was Pereira, and he was hugging, I think, a Brazilian teammate. That's why they were hugging. Not just out of, oh yeah, look at you, I'll hug right, you. No, it's not because of that, obviously. It's because they're on the national team with each other. Pereira, who's Brazilian. And, I. Th- please correct me if I'm wrong, I think it was Fabinho. Uh, he... I don't, I don't. think it was Firmino. He's the only other Brazilian I can think of at uh, Liverpool. But uh, yeah, I think I think it was Firmino, You know, the um, two midfield players. Uh, they're both Brazilian, and they were hugging. I, I believe they were hugging each other because of that reason. They didn't just hug each other out of just like for the sake of hugging each other. They hugged each other because they knew each other from the national team. That's what, you know, so Roy Keane needs to kind of calm down a bit, whether he knew they were both Brazilian, like, if he didn't know they were both Brazilian, they were both teammates, again, I haven't watched the interview, I mean, okay, that's fair enough, I would I, I would be like the same, While Liverpool players in United, players just hugging each other out of, like, you know, for the sake of hugging, but if they're international players, then yeah, Okay, yeah, probably back in the day you wouldn't see Wayne Rooney hugging Steven Gerrard because they're England players. But, I mean, come on, they are both Brazilians. So, you know, they're not in Brazil. So, you know, it's kind of nice to see, you know, another person from your home country that plays with you that is also the same nationality, you know. But, anyway... I think that's uh, realistically my review done. Talking about both goals and the uh, the big VAR talking points. There seems to be a lot of them going around now in the Premier League matches. But you know, hopefully the future is bright for VAR because I do I do want I do agree with it. I just want it to be used right because I do not agree with the way it's being used. Right. So as uh, yeah. So that's my uh, review finished. As always, thank you very much for listening. Um, quite late here, actually. It's well, it's getting late anyway. Quite dark outside. So I'm going to sign this off with a uh, a good night. Have a, have a good night. Have a good evening. Have a great afternoon. Have a great morning. Or wherever you are listening to this in the world. And once again, thank you very much for listening. And good. Bye.